Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fireball with Ashley Mayfield. Before we dive in, make sure you go grab your smartphone and tag this episode on your social media. Make sure you tag me as well. I always love to know who is tuning in. Now, let's buckle up and brace for impact. everybody, welcome back. And today we are going to be ripping off the Band-Aid and talking about four things that you don't need to feel guilty about. Now, there are so many things out there that you really shouldn't feel guilty about, but isn't this what we do as women? We put all this pressure on ourselves to be all things to all people, and then we like beat ourselves up. We wonder why we lack self-worth, self-confidence, self-value, and all of these things. And so as I've been going through this really weird cycle over the last six months, it, all sorts of things. I've gone through burnout. I've gone through uh, frustration, anger, through really figuring out what I want to do, what my purpose is, all of this stuff. There have been a few things that I have just had to say, Mayfield, you are not going to feel guilty about this. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what the judgment is. I don't care what the perception is. I don't care what the word on the street is. You are not going to feel guilty. And I am telling you right now, sister, your four things or five things or a million things might be so polar opposite of mine. That is okay. I want you to know that as I am walking in my truth, my calling, and my authority this year, these are four things that I'm going to stop feeling guilty about. And I'm going to have to listen to this episode or watch this YouTube video over and over and over to remind myself. But I want you to live through me for a second. What are those things that you need to let go of? What are those things that it's just who you are and you need to stop apologizing about it? You need to stop feeling some type of way about it. You just need to own it and be how you are. I would say one of the number one questions that I get I get a lot of number one questions, but one of the number one questions that I get is how am I just so unapologetically me? It's for moments just like this. It's being able to say, this is who I am and I'm going to stop apologizing for it and I'm going to stop feeling bad about it and I'm going to stop justifying it and defend it and I'm just going to walk in it. So let's dive in four things, write these down and I want to know, do you uh, align with it? Do you relate with it? So number one, I'm going to stop feeling bad about spending time doing something I love. Now, This sounds really stupid. Hear me out on this. As a high achiever, sometimes I feel the pressure and the perception that I have to be on all the time, at all costs. That if I show in my Instagram stories that I'm relaxing in my pool or that I'm taking a bubble bath or I'm sitting in my massage chair, which are all things that I enjoy, okay, that I am going to get backlash from it. My brain tells me someone in my organization, someone in my business is going to be watching and they're going to be like, oh, she's taking a break. She's not working hard. She's using us. She's da 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 Insert all these irrational thoughts that I have, okay? Do you have them too? Hopefully I'm not alone. Where are my high achievers at? I'm going to stop feeling guilty about spending time enjoying things that I love. I'm going to stop spending, uh, feeling guilty that every Monday night I get to have a date night with my man. Look, I've worked so hard. I make a crap ton of money and I'm going to go enjoy myself and I'm going to stop feeling bad about that. I'm going to stop feeling bad that I bought like an $800 massage chair. I'm going to stop feeling bad that I love playing Mario. Do y'all know? Listen, yesterday I played Mario. I beat it in like nine minutes and I kind of felt like Jason didn't believe me. He was just like, you beat it in nine minutes. I said, if I beat it in nine minutes. And so then I was like, well, I got to do it again. And so I set a timer 
And uh, I beat it in 10 minutes and 22 seconds. The first Mario ever saved the princess in 10 minutes and 22 seconds, went through all eight levels. I know all the back roads. I know all the hacks. Listen, I was raised on Mario, y'all. Okay, first episode of this podcast, Fireball Dash of Mayfell. I did it. And I did it in 10 minutes, 20 seconds. And I didn't want to post it online because I thought... What if someone sees that and they see me like enjoying myself and I'm not working hard and they're going to think that I'm a fraud and that insert like the nonsense. Okay. So what do you enjoy? I want you just to like share it. And you know, sometimes I have to remind myself, I get to like, I've worked so hard. I deserve to spend my money. I deserve to spend my time however it is, because there was a lot of late nights, there was a lot of early mornings, there was a lot of sacrifices. And maybe you're that way too. Maybe you have money and you almost like feel guilty that you get to go buy the brand that you like, the Gucci belt, the makeup, whatever. Maybe uh, you want to make yourself guilt feel guilty for buying that car. I, I don't know what it is for you, okay? But what is something that you love doing? Maybe it costs you time. Maybe it costs you money. Maybe uh, it brings you peace and fulfillment. It doesn't matter what it is, but don't feel guilty about it. Do not feel like you need to live under the scrutiny and the judgment and the perception of what other people think you should do with your time, think you should do with your money, think you should do with your gifts and your talents, because there's always going to be someone that is not happy. There's always You're always going to fail someone. You're always going to let someone down. There's always going to be someone that has something to say. I used to think uh, for the longest time that I wanted to be that girl that everybody liked. And what I realized, that girl that everybody liked, she doesn't like herself. Okay? Hear me. If you are someone that everybody likes you and you're not ruffling feathers, you typically don't like yourself because you're so busy pleasing everybody and being all things to all people, you don't even know who you are anymore, okay? And so no longer feeling guilty uh, about spending your time doing something you love. And it doesn't matter if someone thinks it's a waste or it's stupid, like toodaloo kangaroo. I ain't got time for that. Uh, I'm going to enjoy me. I'm going to do me. And guess what? I'm going to start posting about it more. And uh, I'm just going to release that guilt right now. I don't I don't pick that back up. Just going to release it and we're going to keep on trucking. The next thing I want you to not feel guilty about, which I feel like as women, we constantly, and chalk it up to mommy, daddy issues, whatever. We constantly feel like we have to prove ourselves. I want you to eliminate the guilt of asking for help, okay? I am all about being resourceful. So number one, if you're not resourceful, shame on you, okay? Go be resourceful. But there comes a time and a place where you just need to ask for help. And the dichotomy of that is, yes, we want to empower people. We want them to be resourceful. I like did a whole episode on that, right? We want you to go like process of elimination, be solution-minded first before you're just lazy and asking for help. The dichotomy about that to that though is you get to ask for help. There are people who have gone there faster than you who have more skill than you, who have better gifting in the area that you're seeking help in, and you get to ask them for help. You get to extract from them. Like, you have nothing to prove. You don't need to feel bad. You're not bugging someone. If they, if someone takes you asking for their help as you're bugging them, that is literally a reflection of them. That is a reflection of their inability to serve, their inability to give, whatever. Maybe you caught them on a bad day, okay? But you genuinely have nothing to prove. Problem solving is not a bad thing. Go be resourceful. 
But we put so much guilt on ourselves that we have to have it all figured out. And being in a, uh, a home-based business, being an entrepreneur, I see women that struggle with this all the freaking time. They come in and no matter how many times we tell them, start it, start, start it, start, start it, start, you get to ask questions. You get to... Um, you know, lick my brain. You get to extract everything here. We show up with this. I have to prove something to her mindset. Maybe you do that in your career. Maybe you do that with your family. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, you, you genuinely have nothing to prove. And what I love about life is we get to do it together right? You're not better because you go alone. I love that uh, phrase. If you want to go uh, fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. I mean, didn't God create us with the design that we're intended to do community with people, right? And so that means that you get to be a student and you right now, you're going to release that guilt from asking for help. You're going to release that guilt of not knowing everything. You're not supposed to know everything. You're not supposed to know it all before you take that first step. You're not going to know it all before you get married and have kids. You're not going to know it all before you buy your house or buy that first car. Like release that guilt right now, my friend, of just feeling like you can't ask for help feeling like you're insufficient, feeling like you're inadequate or that it's like rubbing against um, just that grain of perfectionism you might have on the inside of you. If you can be more efficient and more effective by asking for help, why would you not choose that path, right? So many people are bearing uh, this burden alone and of trying to figure it out, of trying to prove to themselves because of something on the inside of them, just ask, just ask, get the help, implement it and go produce something like it's really that simple. And I don't know who along the way made you feel bad, um, you know, didn't serve you or just made you feel guilty, made you feel this shame that you couldn't figure it out. And I'll never forget, you know, I had the longest time asking for help because I felt like it was a sign of weakness. Um, I was in third grade. This is like the stupidest thing ever, you guys. But this is the stuff that messes us up, right? I was in third grade. I had an origami project and I could not, like I had this origami book on how to fold paper and I was doing this like trifold, you know, those like big poster boards that are like the trifold thing and you're whatever, doing a little project. And I remember I, I listen, I was either being lazy or I couldn't figure it out. I don't know. But uh, I know I asked for help and uh, my mom wouldn't help me. And she said, you're going to sit there until you figure it out. And I just remember it was moments like that where I felt like I could not ask for help or someone didn't care enough about me that if I wanted it, I had to like take care of myself. I had to prove that I was self-sufficient, almost like the survival mode tactic, right? And we're the survivalists of the world. And we almost have to just prove that we're enough, that I don't need anybody. And unfortunately, that's hurting you. And so then you almost start feeling condemned. You almost start, excuse me, feeling insufficient when you do ask for help. Like, oh, you need help. Oh, you're not good enough to do it on your own. Oh, Mayfield, you thought you were hot stuff, but you got You had to ask for help. That's like, that's a sign of weakness right there. You guys, don't be so stubborn that you are willing to grip your pride opposed to gripping the journey, the process, and the finish line, okay? There's so much value in there. And 
Like I said, I just think that sometimes as women, we do it to ourselves. I don't think society is a society that makes us be the housewife and the perfect mom and the perfect all this. I do think we live in a world that makes us choose. Like the world has lied to us. We don't have to choose. You don't have to choose money or memories because sis, I've got it both right now. And if I can do it, you can do it, right? You can take control of your life. But I didn't get here because I just sat back and wasn't a student. I got here because I asked a lot of questions. I got here because there came to a point, even when I was having a wild success uh, financially, that I didn't become too good. I went back to be a, being a student. I went back to asking for help. Even coming into this year, six months ago, I knew coming into 2021 that I wanted my leadership to look different. And I had to ask for help amongst my organizations. I hand-selected some leaders who were showing up, who are team players, who go above and beyond, who love to serve our organization. And I basically just said, I need your help. Like, I need your help. I need your giftings. You're stronger in other areas. And I was willing to ask for help to come alongside are you like silently drowning and you're afraid to ask for help from your family or friends? Are you starting that new business and you're afraid to ask for help from your family and friends? I don't know what it is, but stop feeling guilty. Stop feeling guilty. Stop feeling like you're so unworthy. Like you're the one doing this to yourself. No one's doing this to you. And even if someone tells you you're unworthy or tells you you're stupid for asking for help or tells you that is a reflection of them. Okay. That is a reflection of them. That is them. I can't say it enough. That is them. All right? So you need to not feel guilty about asking for help. It's one of the things that has gotten me to where I'm at, and it will help you shatter your glass ceiling if you'll just, like, humble yourself and embrace the fact that you need help, that you're not superwoman and you can't do it all. And I had someone ask me that the other day. I was doing meetings um, yesterday, actually, and someone said, how do you do it all? How are you all places? And I said, I'm not. Like, shatter that perception, like eliminate that pedestal that you just put me on. I, I'm letting people down all the time. I have to ask for help. I have to ask for help from my husband or my best friends. Last night I had to call one of my, I was like, can you talk to me? Can I just have your help for a second? Like just release the guilt. You do not need to go and prove anything to anybody that you've got it all together. No one has it all together. So you are doing this, like living in this imposter syndrome in your head, and it's only hurting you. So right now, I'm telling you, release the guilt. Say that. I release the guilt of, and the pressure that I can't ask for help. I get to ask for help. I get to have help. People want to help me. People want to support me. People want to help me advance in my career or in my business or become a better leader or in my health journey, financially, whatever it is, you guys, okay? Release the guilt. You get to ask for help. How about removing someone from your life? OMG. Can we just talk about it real quick? Like, if this is not going to make someone pucker up, I don't know what will. You don't need to feel guilty. You do not need to justify yourself from removing someone from your life. First off, change is inevitable, right? You're changing. I'm changing. We all know it's cliche, but people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And uh, sometimes people just grow apart. Sometimes people just grow apart. Now, I have a very black and white personality, okay, with a little bit of like a, like a splash of Petty Betty in there. And sometimes we can look at things and say, if you're not for me, you're against me. If you're not for this change in my life, then, you, then I'm benching you. Don't do that. Don't be that girl, okay? 
you can like two people can win and be on polar opposite teams, but they can both root for each other and they can both win. But at the end of the day, um, sometimes people are just there to serve you and that's okay. We feel guilty like we have to include people all the time or we feel guilty that we're moving on without people or we feel guilty that we're not including people more. Sometimes people are just there to serve a moment. And if you get too attached to them or you put this perception and this thought in your brain that they're always supposed to be there, that they're always supposed to be your best friend, that they're always supposed to serve that role in your life, um, you're probably going to be let down, right? Sometimes it's just a part of your journey. It's a blessing or a lesson, a blessing or a lesson. Okay, let's church that. It's a blessing or a lesson, but it's not a mistake. No one is in your life for a mistake. Even the people who have done you wrong, even the people who are gossiping about you, even the people who are slandering, slandering your name and trying to, uh, uh, you know, come against your journey and your success and whatever. Those people are there. They're a, a blessing or a lesson. And the longer you walk in that, you're going to be able to figure out which one that is. But don't feel guilty about making a decision to move on from people. And yeah, sometimes it makes things uncomfortable. Sometimes moving on from people um, makes people feel some type of way. Sometimes you have to do it and not communicate about it, right? I saw this meme that said, I do silent cutoffs because you already know. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's right, but listen, sometimes that's right. Sometimes we, I don't need to explain nothing to you. You already know what happened right? You know why this course of action is happening. You know where the line is in the sand for me. You know where my bar is. I don't lower my bar from no one. And, you know, a lot of people can look at that and say, that's disloyalty. Well, oftentimes we stay in relationships with people for, and I'm, I'm really talking about friendships right now, but we stay in these relationships with people for far too long because we have guilt, right? I feel bad for moving on. What are they going to think about me? They're no longer going to like me. They're going to be mad at me. I'm going to hurt their feelings. You guys, we got to let this stuff go. And I'm telling you, this is the year that I'm doing it. There are situations where you are around people that have served you for a season and you finish that season. And then the next season God has, they're going to be an anchor and not a propeller. Okay. Some people are going to weigh you down. Some people that got you through the last season of your life will not get you through the next season. They're going to be blinded. The vision is too much for them. It's going to crush them and they're going to become an anchor. They're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would you do that? Whoa, why would you say that? Why would you go in that direction? Well, first off, Hefa, because God told me to, right? But when they realize if they're not growing at the same rate, as you, have you ever outgrown someone? Have you ever outgrown a friend? Have you ever outgrown a colleague? Have you ever outgrown a business relationship? It, it, it just happens. You need to be around those friendships that are going to be propellers, that are going to help your little boat, you little dinghy, uh, get to your destination faster, right? And so you can't feel guilty about that. And some people might come back and they say, well, that's disloyal. That's disloyal. Why does loyalty mean I need to stay on your level? That's the question I would ask. Why does my loyalty mean I need to stay down there? Why can't loyalty mean that you come where I'm going? That you move how I move? That you carry yourself how I carry myself? That you operate, that you have a work ethic like I have? Why does loyalty mean I have to be on 
that level down there? Well, it doesn't. And you get to remove yourself uh, from this thought and this concept that you're going to feel guilty for moving forward. We're not doing that in 2021. We're not feeling guilty for being high achievers. We're not feeling guilty for being driven. We're not feeling guilty from if someone else reached their lid and their capacity, but your capacity is greater, we're not going to feel guilty about that. And we're not going to slow down and wait for them to catch up. Doesn't mean we're running, there's there's a leadership gap. I've done a whole teaching on this, but it doesn't mean that we're going to implement the leadership gap and create a gap, but it does mean that we're going to be unapologetic about it, you guys. Okay. And they're going to turn around and they're going to say, you've changed. You act too good. I have changed. That's the point. The point of life is that we're always changing and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Doesn't mean that we're looking for a fight. Doesn't mean we're wanting to rip people's hearts out or tear people apart. Doesn't mean we're using people just for something in our life to help get us ahead. And then we're leaving people high and dry. None of that is valid. This means that people serve a purpose in our life for um, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And I'm not going to feel guilty about putting people in the right slot based on how God has designed me. And we're going to release that. And so right now, if there's a relationship that is growing stale, if there's something you need to let go, if there's a relationship that's holding you down, that's like that anchor in your life and you're, you're wanting to move forward, but you feel guilty, we're going to release that guilt right now right? I'm telling you right now, like put your hands up and just release it. God, I give this to you. And I'm no longer going to put on the weight, put on the coat, put on the backpack with rocks of guilt. I'm not going to do that anymore. It is what it is. It's called life. And what I know is anyone who has ever walked away from my life, whether they've walked out on me or I've had to move on from them, it doesn't matter. Uh, It's not a me versus them thing. It's a, this is just how it happened, right? It's not a, we're not keeping tabs here. But anytime that has happened, I am telling you right now, God has always brought me someone that's going to get me through my next. God replaces it with people who love me for me who don't just use me for my leadership or don't just use me for my giftings or don't just use me when they need me, but they like are rooting for who Ashley Mayfield is. And those are the people that I want in my inner circle. Those are the people that don't love me because of my name or my status or my income or they just love me and they want to see me win for me. And I am no longer going to feel guilty about, you know, walking away or, uh, you know, p- moving someone back. Maybe someone had a front row seat in my story and now they got a bleacher seat. Now they got a nosebleed seat. Amen. I'm just going to be unapologetic. And my friend, you get to do the same. Don't feel guilty about it anymore. That's like a whole sermon I can preach. Don't feel guilty about it. You get to release them from your life and bless them. And you both get to win even if you're not winning together anymore. All right, the last thing. So first we talked about uh, enjoying something that you love, asking for help, uh, no longer feeling guilty about removing people from your life. How about your dreams? Oftentimes I find that as women, we play so small. We don't want to open up about the things that we want to do because we almost feel guilty. We feel guilty prioritizing ourselves. We feel guilty asking for too much. We feel guilty that we want the house, the car, and all the materialistic things. We can feel guilty that we're prioritizing ourselves or our family or our kids. We feel guilty that we're winning when our network around us is not. We can feel guilty uh, for wanting the money. 
we feel guilty for wanting to make a difference, for wanting our lights, our name to be in shining lights, right? And right now, I do not want you to feel embarrassed, afraid, ashamed, or guilty for what it is that you want. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. And we feel so guilty that we play small. You know, whenever I have people, uh, women that come into my online business, one of the first questions I ask them is how much do you want to make a month? And it's almost like this false humility, Uh, you know, say, oh, well, something's better than nothing. Or, you know, any amount could help. Bull crap, bull crap. $20 a month is not going to change your situation. And you're not, you're not some rude, pompous, selfish, arrogant, egotistical, because you say I need a thousand dollars a month. Like stop playing small. Stop putting that guilt and that shame for saying what it is that you want. There's opportunity out there for you to do big things. Okay. Abundance is everywhere. Abundance is everywhere. You're the one setting your limitations. Abundance is always there. You are setting your limitations. You are playing small. You are not professing what it is that you want. And it's because sometimes we just feel so guilty. Maybe someone doesn't understand. Maybe someone told you it's a stupid idea. Maybe someone told you it's not going to work because their auntie, sister, daddy, brothers, boyfriends, cousins, dogs, moms, grandmother tried it and it didn't work. Okay, I'm sorry, Graham, Grum Grum tried it after five minutes. Okay, she didn't have a work ethic. She's elbow deep in Doritos, not doing work, yet you're going to take her opinion. We're not going to feel guilty about this. You don't need to apologize because God has put this intricate, detailed, unique, designed, like perfectly designed dream on the inside of you. You don't need to feel guilty about that. You get to go play big. You get to set yourself up for success. You get to chase after it unapologetically, okay? And if everyone around you is playing small, God did not give them your vision. And maybe your vision requires that you go someplace different than where they're at. But here's what I do know. When you do have something unique about you and you are the first, the first of your generation, the first in your lineage, the first in your heritage, whatever, sometimes the first means going alone. And sometimes going alone means you're going to be lonely. And that sucks. And I've been there. And you're not really alone, but it feels alone because everyone and everything you've ever known isn't there or they can't go with you, okay? But it doesn't mean that you get to feel guilty about the calling that God has on your life. Maybe God has positioned you um, where you're constantly in front of people. And, And I can tell you, there's a gift on the inside of me that if you are an insecure leader, it will rub against the grain of who you are. Leadership oozes out of me. I can't help it. I can't describe it. I am I am a visionary. I, I know how to create a culture. I am a strong leader. And if you are an insecure leader, it is going to make you uncomfortable. And I can no longer feel guilty. I can't feel guilty that someone else feels little in my presence, okay? And I know that sounds super arrogant saying, but it's it's just who I am. And my friend, you have the same thing on the inside of you. There's something there. There's something you want. There's something you want to call it as if it were so, even though it's not right now, but there's a guilt there and you get to let that go. You don't have to, you get to. And as high achievers, sometimes we, we want to apologize. We want to feel bad for putting in the hours, putting in all the hard work, raising the bar. 
and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to let myself do that anymore. I'm not going to apologize for all the hard work that I've done. I'm not going to apologize for the money that I make monthly and the money I want to make money. My, my goal, my large goal that I have, I don't owe anyone anything. You don't owe anyone anything, right? At the end of the day, you need to walk in that calling that God has on your life and you get to do it without the guilt. Now, sometimes we do that to ourselves, right? I mean, guilt all the time we do that to ourselves, right? But we're so afraid of the judgment. We're so afraid of the perception. Cut ties with that right now in this moment. Cut ties with that. Make a choice that you're going to chase after success, that you are going to be wildly successful. Choose that. Choose transformation. Choose an income that far surpasses multiple generations to come. Choose that and choose it guilt-free. No longer apologizing about your work ethic. No longer apologizing about the authority that you walk in. No longer apologizing about the woman that you've built. Just because other people won't put in the same time. We're not going to feel bad about that. So I don't know what guilt you need to let go of. I don't know coming into 2021. This year, what do you need to be unapologetic about? What do you need to no longer feel guilty about? I want to know, do you align with one of these things? And if not, sis, what's your things that you're not going to feel guilty about? Maybe just one, maybe two, maybe three, maybe you have six. Okay, start with one or two, right? But what are those things that you're going to say, this is just who I am and this is where I'm going and it's okay. Remember, Opened up. People ask, how are you just unapologetically you? How do you just show up? And it's like, you don't care. No, the problem is I care way too freaking much. That is genuinely the problem. I care so much. It keeps me up at night. I care so much that sometimes I want to go and just shake people, right? I want to shake some of you because I want you to be wildly successful. I want you to just be unapologetically and own your truth and stay in your lane and all of these things. But I can't do that for you. And so for me, I'm just no longer going to lower my standards to make other people comfortable. I'm going to release the guilt. I'm no longer going to live under the condemnation of these four things. Now, these are just, these are just me. Okay. I'm going to start enjoying the money and the time that I've created, the residual income that I've built up. I'm going to start asking for help because there's so much more. That's like, listen, Heffa, if I've offended you in any way because of what I've done so far, oh, you better just not even watch, okay? Because it's about to get real this year, okay? God did not put the word preparation for me for 2021 for a reason. It was very intentional. It was not by uh, accident. It was very much by design, okay? But asking for help to go to the next level, removing people from my life that no longer are a part or no longer rooting for me or they're, you know, uh, you know trying to sabotage me or whatever, not removing that guilt and removing the guilt from the beauty of the dream that God has put on the inside of me, not feeling bad about having a strong work ethic or wanting to go after everything that life has to offer. And my friend today, I'm just going to ask you to do the same thing. What are those things in your life that you're just going to release the guilt right now? You're going to be unapologetic about it. You're just going to own it and say, I'm no longer going to feel bad about this. That is my wish for you today. That is my prayer for you today. That one thing, and please do me a favor. When you've listened to this, I want you to tag me and I want you to write it out. I'm going to ask you to own it, to declare it, to put it in your Instagram stories, put it on your Facebook, tag me. What are you going to release the guilt from? What is that thing that's holding you back? That's making you play small? That you've convinced yourself you can't because of this? Let it go. What do you no longer need to feel guilty about? I'm rooting for you. I love you. I believe in you. Let's go crush it. 
simply because we can. No other reason, but because we can. Until next time, talk to you guys soon. Bye, friends. Thank you.